Welcome to Simply PMNR, a Mayo Clinic Talks production. A simple solution for PMNR healthcare professionals who want to keep up while on the go. I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Bro, a physiatrist in PMNR department at the Mayo Clinic. Tis the season. Yeah, it's the holiday season. But just as important, it's the residency interview season. This can be an incredibly stressful time figuring out where you want to spend three to five years of your life studying a particular field of medicine. So what's the important questions to answer about a residency program? What should you ask on interview day? How do you make that final decision? Today we are joined by two of our current residents in the PMNR program here at Mayo, Dr. Catherine Alfonso and Dr. Ike Hasley, to help answer a few of those questions. Welcome. Thank you for having us, Dr. Bro. So, I'm going to ask both of you. What's the most important thing you considered when choosing a residency program? Um, one of the most important things that I considered when choosing a residency program um, was what kind of fellowships the residents match to, if they have a good fellowship match, what kind of opportunities the residency provides to aid you in um, matching to a fellowship, as well as, of course, board scores, and if the residents, the current residents and the past residents have done well on boards. Dr. Hasley? Uh, I agree with Catherine. I think those are all very important things. Um, Another aspect that I think we would all agree is important is how well you would fit there if you think you could get along with the current residents there. I always asked if people uh, in the residency program spent time with each other outside of work and just kind of that culture. You want to make sure that you can see yourself fitting in that culture that the residency program has to offer. But even before that, how did you decide which programs to interview at? I mean, this sounds a little bit more interview trail, and we're going to get into that. But how did you pick, like, I want to go to XYZ program or I want to go to some other program. Yeah, I think a lot of it is word of mouth. Um, So I would just talk to other people, whether it was medical students in the year above me, what things they liked in certain programs. It's hard to filter it down because there's 50-some programs across the United States, and you kind of want to apply to all of them just to make (laughs) sure you go somewhere. Uh, I would suggest against that. I think one easy filter that you could put on is by geography. If you see yourself like, I, I don't think I could live in this area of the United States, then you can pretty easily you know, cut that out of your um, potential interview sites. Um, I filtered by size as well. Um, there are, PM&R is a smaller field, and there's certainly some smaller programs. So I thought that I would be best suited in kind of a medium-sized program just to have multiple residents to interact with and get along with. I agree with Ike on all of that. Um, I definitely chose kind of a regional approach. Um, Like he said, would I be interested in living in that area? Can I handle the cold and snow? Or do I like being near a beach? What kind of activities could I do around there? Will they fit into what I like to do? And then I also looked at where the residents then went into practice. Is that an, are those like areas that I would be interested in? If you want to be, you know, on the East Coast, but you're at a West Coast residency program, how well, or how well are people matching and getting um, 
employment out on the East Coast where maybe your family's from. So I kind of took that into account too. What about websites? Are there any websites available to help residents choose a program or look at kind of rank a program? I think the student doctor yeah. site, yeah. which I didn't always frequent, uh, I did use it to get, there's like an Excel sheet, mm-hmm. and it did have a lot of good information. It filtered by, you know, obviously location, program size, um, whether this program happened to emphasize inpatient or outpatient. Yeah, just that's basic a, information. Just basic information yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, on, the, yeah. on the program. Yeah, how many residents are in each class. Yeah. Okay, good information. So let's say... You're granted an interview at one of, the, one of the places you wanted to go. Walk me through what would be the perfect interview day. What, do you, what are you looking for even, well, even before you get on interview day? What, how are you evaluating the program, you know, like the correspondent? Tell me a little bit about that. It's been a long time since I've been there. Don't be laughing so much, Dr. Alfonso. <laughs> uh, so um, to start out with, I, you know, when you're in communication with the residency programs or the program coordinators, and I always found that it was great if they responded to questions really quickly. It was, so residency application is a stressful process, and it would make me even more stressed out when I would email a program about time so I could book my flights, and they would get back to me like a week before the interview. So that, I mean, that kind of puts... Uh, perspective that you have going into the interview. Um, but once you get there, of course, just the general accommodations. You know, you're going to stay at a hotel, hopefully close to the area, um, so you can get to the interview easily. A lot of programs have dinners um, or apps and, and, like, kind of a discussion beforehand with some of the residents there. And I really, really appreciated that time to get to chat with the current residents, see if, if, you know, we got along well or if it was really, really difficult to keep a conversation going. So that kind of also sets the stage a little bit. And then moving into like the morning of the interview, it's just, it's a stressful day. And so if you can be guided, um, you know, somebody meets you and takes you to where you need to be. Um, breakfast is always a nice touch. Kind of a general outlay for the day is, is great. So residents, interviewees have not changed a lot. Food always got us wherever we wanted to go. Yes, food is important. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hasley, something? Uh, yeah, certainly um, I thought I gauged a program a lot by the residents. Um, it was important to me to see that they got along with each other well, um, seemed to be enjoying what they were doing, had good things to say, obviously. Certainly organization, um, making sure that the day just flowed well and flowed smoothly. Okay. So I'm a potential resident. Tell me some of the most important questions you're going to ask of those fellow residents. What are you going to, you already mentioned a few. Tell me some other questions that are going to help you get the information you need. You know, I had heard someone talk about moonlighting. Are there moonlighting opportunities? Is that something you'd ask of the residents or the program director or both? Yeah, probably both. I think that that would be like a good question for residents just to see how many people out of that program, do they moonlight? Um, What kind of procedures do they get exposed to? Um, Do they feel comfortable with a lot of those PM&R related procedures? What kind of procedures are you interested in? So I'm interested in ultrasound guided procedures. EMGs are very important. Um, You want to have, you want to be comfortable with that very PM&R heavy procedure. Those are big ones for me. Okay. Yeah, so going along that line, um, 
sometimes I would just start with a general question and be like, how much do you like this area? How, how well do you like this residency program? Because I, you know, I want them to be as honest as possible. Sure. And go with that, see, what, see how they respond to that. Kind of ask them what they like to do. If they think that their um, program interacts well, the camaraderie with it, or if it's like a very competitive um, environment. Um, and then I also kind of probe a little bit about what they're interested in and what their focus is. And then if it kind of matches like with my interests, I would ask, well, what do you do in this situation to get more exposure to this and, and see what the opportunities are with that. And I'd also ask a program director the same questions, what kind of opportunities there are to get involved. So let's say you're, you're going through interview day. You're interviewing usually with, I would say, probably three to seven different people. Mm-hmm. What are the toughest questions people asked you? You know, it seems like we always ask the same questions. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to come here? Yeah. I mean, what are some questions that you felt you kind of got more information from? Yeah, I feel like PM&R folks are pretty laid back in general, mm-hmm. so I didn't have too many difficult, like, ethical or moral, situational, or even, like, knowledge questions. I had a couple, and that was kind of a red flag to me, to be honest, because it okay. was like a, like what would you do in this situation? I just sure. thought that was kind of odd. Okay. Um, I guess turning that one question I always like to ask mm-hmm. um, was perfect. If they had any resident-driven changes within the last three or four years, because I think that's a good gauge of how responsive a program is to resident needs. Um, and if they could give like a recent good example, then that was definitely a, a bonus for me. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Everybody tries to prepare for like what questions they're yeah. they're going to be asked, and what do you like to do? What's most important to you? What did you? What kind of family did you grow up in? Where are you looking to go from here? Um, but I found some of the ones that were most challenging were like the very general, open-ended questions, like what's good. So you get through interview day, you do the tour. What kind of things are you looking for? Did, did everybody on the interview trail provide a tour of their facility? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I thought that was standard. We usually see the inpatient rehabilitation unit. Uh, a lot of times they'd show us the cafeteria, which I always thought was odd, but at least you know where it is. Uh, it seems like it's pretty rare where a place doesn't have a cafeteria. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and that was kind of tough, too. Obviously, great facilities are great to be in, uh, but that doesn't necessarily change your work day. But I thought that was usually a good time to, like, get to know the residents more and, like, kind of get, you know, informal questions in. Sure. Um, so, yeah. So what kind of resources do you look for in a, at an institution? You know, library or x-rays, labs? I, what did you all look at or consider important? Well, on the topic of libraries, so I love libraries and I like being in them. Um, I guess I don't actually frequent them very much anymore because everything's so accessible right. online. Um, mm-hmm. But I like having that ability to go online so if there's a really robust um, program that the library has that are that will help you with research um, or acquiring journals that uh, you know there's no way I could get on my own so I found that to be something that I looked at and of course you're looking at like what kind of imaging um, modalities they use and how easy are those um, to be ordered and actually followed through with yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Resident workspace was big for me. Ah, uh, yes. Um, 
we're fortunate here to have a large workspace where, you know, that's where you go to hang out or see who's around. And not everywhere is like that. Uh, it's kind of difficult if everyone's scattered across like five different campuses in a big city or something like that. Um, so that was important to me that there was that kind of common area where you can just go relax and talk to someone that's two years ahead of you. So. Sure, sure. Obviously, residencies, you're in an educational process. How how did you assess the educational process at a residency? I mean, did you look at the didactics they provided? Did you look at the schedule, or how did you assess that? Honestly, I think I'm still learning how to assess that. Mm-hmm. It's really hard looking at a program from the outside, and you get as much information as you can, and you try to understand how their didactics works. Is it protected time? Is it not protected time? Yeah, so protected time, not protected time. And what yeah. do you mean by protected time? What does that mean? Um, so protect, so residents always carry their pagers. So on the inpatient unit, it's in PM&R, um, when you are being paged more, you're on call a lot. It's sometimes hard to separate yourself from inpatient and go learn about something completely different, such as like the physical exam for the shoulder. And it's even more difficult to focus when your pager's going off all the time. So, um, I always thought that it was very important to have protected time where either an attending or your senior resident would pull your pagers and allow you to, you know, focus more on the teaching um, at that time. Yeah, I, I think that's a great question to ask. Um, that wisdom was handed down to me by like a current resident when I was interviewing. Uh, they said to ask current residents, how protected is your protected time? Like, mm-hmm. Is it a lunch hour where you show up 15 minutes late every day because you're busy and then you get paged three times and then you barely caught anything or is it three hours a week or whatever learning style might be best for you where you're actually able to sit down and learn what's on the didactics and the curriculum plan so fantastic i have one final question for each of you and you just kind of hit on it dr hasley i am on the interview trail each of you give me the best advice you can give me on choosing a program. If you could tell them one thing, what would it be? I would say be yourself and try to be as relaxed as you can um, because if you are really having to like force it the whole time, then maybe you're not in the right program. And obviously it's, it's just an anxious process in general, but if you be yourself and maybe allow yourself a night to see uh, the city or the town, wherever it is that you're interviewing, I think you can find out if it would be a good fit for you. Yeah, I completely agree. Being yourself is the best way you can be. It's the best way to find where you should be. But also just to remember to don't beat yourself up along the way because it can, it can get stressful, like Ike was saying. And, and we tend to be very perfectionistic and you know compare ourselves to everyone else along the interview trail because you see them quite often. You run into them at different interviews. Um, and so just allow yourself to know that you are good enough for that and you're going to match to where you need to be. Today we've been joined by two of our current residents in the PM&R program, Dr. Catherine Alfonso and Dr. Ike Hasley. Thanks for answering our questions. This was great. I'm sure a lot of folks are going to appreciate this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. This is Jeff Bro, physiatrist in PM&R at Mayo Clinic saying thank you for your time. Until we talk again, remember the words of one of our founders, Dr. William Mayo. Rehabilitation is to be the master word 
in medicine. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.